Hello and welcome to the Intersection Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about step four. Today, we're going to be differentiating step four, which is made a fearless moral inventory of ourselves. The overarching uh, spiritual law for this is forgiveness will result in freedom. So this is a paradox. When we forgive others, we truly find freedom in our lives. And this is the target of step four in trauma, codependency, and also addiction. So let's look at some commonalities between these and differentiating step four of life recovery. Um, Regarding step four, there's some similarities that apply to addiction, codependency, and trauma that will help us bridge the gap of understanding. All human beings experience some degree of impairment from pride, fear, shame, and resentment. And these toxic emotions should be targeted in a fourth step due to their harmful effects on our relationships. And this is one of the intents of the steps is to bring us back into full relationship with God and our fellow human beings. So these insidious emotions block the Holy Spirit from operating fully in our lives. And discussing the blockage of the Holy Spirit is an excellent topic to start the group discussion. We all have a sin nature that needs to be addressed, irregardless of what our problem is. And the natural tendency um, for those who have been abused or traumatized is is to think that they have no reason to look deeply at their difficulties to see where they have blocked the Holy Spirit. They tend to blame God and or a situation specific person. And um, they tend to focus on that, perseverate on that, which creates resentment. And this blocks the spirit from operating in their life. So many who suffer from addiction and codependency confuse forgiveness with justice as well. This is another point that we need to clarify in the fourth and fifth step. It is not our place to determine justice. This is for God to deal with, not us. Forgiveness also does not mean that we allow the offender access to our lives to reoffend, either. Uh, that's not what forgiveness is about either. This is where firm boundaries have to be established. Whether it is limited contact or no contact at all, that has nothing to do with forgiveness. We can still forgive that person and actually protect ourselves. Some people can never be trusted again unless there is true repentance. So in addiction, um, there is no greater catalyst for addiction than holding on to resentment. Um, These emotions of resentment, shame, guilt tend to drive a person to the point of needing relief from the pain. And it drives the addictive cycle. Pride tend to tends to keep the person from seeking help due to the fear of being judged 
and looking bad to other people. This exemplifies the connection between pride, fear, and shame, which needs to be examined closely when we look at our toxic emotions. And when we understand the function that they're, uh, they have in our life and the way that they drive our behavior, we can nip it at the bud and stop this from occurring in our lives. And that's one of the freedoms that comes with the fourth and fifth step. Um, in codependency, the preoccupation with the alcoholic or addict can place the person into a chaotic and unpredictable world filled with anger and disappointment. And also fear, shame, and resentments are usually at a high level as well. And these um, emotions are force the person into being a caretaker which creates additional resentment as well. And uh, frequently with an enabler type personality, um, a person will try to pick up the pieces that the addict has frequently shattered all over the place. And this person grows tired and resentful. And so this has to be addressed in the 12-step program. That's why people with codependency, with enabling characteristics, um, really need the 12-step program to fully recover. Now, how about trauma? Trauma is a broad affliction caused by abuse, war, and events beyond the scope of what a person can handle. Many who experience trauma carry around a survivor's guilt or shame even. So these things need to be dealt with. And quite often they feel as though they did not do enough to stop the event, which creates guilt and shame in their life, this survivor's guilt. It's, it can be really awful for some. And so these tragic circumstances often lie dormant in the limbic system, as we talked about before, the traumatic um, process with the limbic system shutting off the prefrontal cortex and creating a huge amount of negative emotion is very much a part of somebody that's experienced trauma. And so we need to see where the person's been blocked from the Holy Spirit. Is it resentment? Is it shame? Is it guilt? Is it pride? Is it fear? What's going on with the person? Peel back these layers so that God can shine his sunlight, his son, Jesus Christ, on that situation for healing and help. So I pray that this has been helpful for each and every one of you. And God bless you until the next time. for joining us for the intersection podcast and we are looking forward to examining step five on the next show thank you so much